Welcome back, everyone, to Talking Toku, Boston's only podcast about Godzilla, Gamera, Ultraman, and all their kaiju friends. I am your host, David Scrivani. I'm your co-host, Brian Kershaw. And unfortunately, once again, we are not joined by Brian's roommate, who I was told was going to be here, but then he wasn't. He had to get a new doorknob. That's the reason he's not here, really? Yeah, broke off this morning, and he decided it was more important than talking about Rampage. That's a piss-poor excuse, if ever I've heard one. Yeah. Tell me about it. Dakota, I'm calling you out. I don't even know if you listen to the podcast. You probably even don't. He, he follows us on Twitter. He follows us on Twitter, but he doesn't listen to it, I bet. Oh, wait, you know what? No, he uh, he deleted his Twitter. Never mind. Oh, right after I followed him, too? Yep. Dang. That hurts, Dakota. It really does. I thought we were pals. Muchachos, even. <laughs> no. <laughs> Disappointing. Disappointing. All right, well, as Brian... May have spoiled for us a little bit. We are going to be talking about 2018's Rampage today. But first, of course, we have to talk about the news. Brian, do you have any news for us? No. Man, you're making me carry all the weight. I don't. Fo- I mean, like, I follow the news, but, like, I don't follow it like you do. Mm. You're the news guy. I am the news guy. I should start messaging you the uh, list I bring up so you can cover some of this stuff. Yeah, just do it 50-50 and I can I read from a script. Well, we'll have, the, we'll have to do that next time. And it's kind of become one of the, again, one of the more well-known visuals in the whole franchise overall. Ben Bolton himself has become kind of one of the main faces of Ultraman foes. So, unfortunately, it's 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 unfortunate that... Nakano's passed, but... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And once again, uh, I believe um, the GoFundMe for Cleve Hall's burial is still up and running. I put the link to that in last week's episode. I'll probably continue doing that this time. Um, I haven't really heard any news on whether it's on how it's going, but here's hoping. Also in the news, we're getting we're getting our uh, shout out to Jordan Vote Roberts out of the way soon. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> because Netflix has just announced a live action adaptation of the Gundam franchise, which will be directed by Kong Skull Island director Jordan Vote Roberts. Um, not a lot of details at the moment. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn, who is the showrunner for AMC's Under the Dome, which is a Stephen King. Adaptation, which I haven't watched, but I've heard it's good. Um, he's going to be a screenwriter, executive producer. I don't know much about Gundam. I know it's big robots. War is bad. That's all I know. I've heard it's good. I heard there are good Gundam series, and I've heard there's not so good Gundam series. Um, but hey, I mean, I think Jordan kind of proved with Kong Skull Island that he's. You know, very capable director, especially when it comes to more anime stuff. I, because, um, you know, Skull Island had a lot of a lot of anime references to it, especially with the skull crawler's design. But um, yeah, I, I can't really think of any of anyone better to take on something like that. I mean, he's a good director. He is. Have you seen his uh, first movie, The Kings of Summer? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I. Uh... I'm not sure. I I don't think so. Mm. But there's a. I'm recently I've been surprised at how many movies I've seen and just haven't remembered. That's understandable. So I mean I I, I might have. I'll, I'll look into it later. Uh, good luck because I remember a couple months ago Jordan went on Twitter and was, uh, 
he 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 was kind of calling out the uh, distribution company because apparently it just you can't watch it anywhere. Oh. It's not on any streaming services. I don't even think you can rent it on Amazon or something. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. So, but if you can find it, go watch it. It's it's a very 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 wholesome movie. You would you would not be able to tell us from the the guy who went on to do Kong Skull Island. That's for sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully, um, the the it's a show, the Gundam show. It's a it's a well or a movie. It's 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 a movie he's doing. Yeah. Well, hopefully the movie doesn't get stuck in hell like uh, his well. MGS that's the thing. Uh, a Gundam movie's been in development hell for a number of years. Yeah. <laughs> They've been talking about doing one for a while, and but this is the first actual piece of news that we've gotten on it since it's just hey, a Gundam movie's happening. Happening doesn't mean yeah no it doesn't but we have a director and we have a screenwriter now so that's something yeah hopefully this one won't get stuck in development hell like the metal gear movie was because i don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon no because he's got to work with konami he's got to work with konami which is uh not ideal not ideal that's 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 one way to put it yeah (laughs) but i mean hey uh jordan hasn't really done anything since 2016 so except absolutely uh own my instagram what because I follow him on Instagram and like, wait, what are you talking about? Well, he's on Instagram and yeah. his Instagram's awesome. What do you mean own your Instagram? Because he's like shows up more often than everyone else. Oh, okay. Because like Instagram's weird, like, like they do that thing where they like put like the most popular oh, things okay. like, on, like, up, like up top on okay. your timeline thing. I got you. And for some reason he's always there. So whenever mm. I open Instagram, it's just... Jordan and I feel like it's because we're constantly shouting about it on here. So you're saying we're one step, we're just one step closer to uh to getting him on the show. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, this is we're four for four on on talking about on talking about how, how much we love Jordan Voter Roberts. So mm-hmm. you know, Jordan, someday the doors open. Someday, <laughs> I mean, not literally because we still live in a pandemic hell world, but. I'm vaccinated. Brian, I think, are you fully vaccinated or are you still, still waiting on the second dose? I still need my second. Still need the second dose. Jordan, once we're vaccinated, get in here. Get, we'll talk We'll talk all about Kong. This is so strange. It, I really... <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> if anything, we're pushing him away now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on before it gets, to, before it gets any weirder. Um, Godzilla Singular Point. We officially have a release window... Uh, it's going to be dropping in June of this year. No exact date of um, broadcast, but the series finishes its initial broadcast in Japan on the 24th of June, so I expect we'll get it shortly after that. Um, I have some friends who have watched the show, who are watching the show, because it's not fully out yet, but I have a, I have a friend who like cares absolutely nothing for Godzilla, and he, he seems he, he's really enjoying it so far, so... Wait, so it, it it is out somewhere right now? It's it's airing in Japan like a normal TV series would, like weekly episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's but Netflix is doing their thing where they're just going to drop the whole thing all at once once it finishes the broadcast. So okay, looking out for it. Yeah, looking out. I, I mean, I've seen a bunch of kind of out of context clips and screenshots, and things look really cool. Uh, I know someone posted the entire. Uh, like the outro online, and I haven't listened, I haven't actually watched the video, but the outro, the visuals are just a couple of screenshots, and oh my god, the creators did their research on Godzilla. They were like, every inch of these 
screenshots just has Easter eggs from all across the franchise. Like, you can see um, John Renault's character from Godzilla 98 in one of the pictures. Oh boy, it's it's some good stuff. It makes it made, it made me smile looking at looking at all the uh, various things in it. It, it looks it looks really cool. Okay, so all right. yeah, I mean we're look we're definitely looking forward to Godzilla Singular Point. I hope I don't get spoiled too much for it because I would I on, I honestly considered because um it's as well as it's broadcasting it's also going up each episode on um Netflix Japan. Oh, I have a VPN. See, that's that's the, exactly I I thought about getting a VPN so I could watch it. But and I mean I have to assume they have English subtitles in in Japan like they have the option like we have uh various subtitles options in here in America so I imagine they have the option there too probably probably I can tell you yeah you can later you can ch- go check out the first episode and find out yeah okay well and, and uh we'll we should we should get a a, a VPN to uh, sponsor us <laughs> Express VPN where are you Express VPN yeah. I still haven't re- reached out to Raid Shadow Legend to see if they'll sponsor us. Oh, no, no, no. You you don't reach out to them. They reach, they reach out, out to you. you. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll keep that in mind. I mean, wherever we're... Well, apparently... So, I actually looked at our uh, how, we're, how we're doing in terms of listens. Spotify, we're only getting like a couple listens here and there, which that's understandable. I don't... I don't <laughs> admittedly, I don't do a great job promoting this podcast, but uh, these episodes also go up on the MMTV SoundCloud. We're getting like 20 listens on there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Our, uh, the Melrose... Who was it? Some, some, some Melrose like city councilor uh, apparently was had listened to our first episode and she was happy that there was a podcast like this out there. Oh hell yeah! So you know we're 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 moving up in the world, Brian. We're somewhere. We're 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 gonna get Mayor Paul Broder on this podcast. Hopefully, <laughs> could you imagine? Let's talk about. Uh, we could talk about a uh, Pacific Rim Uprising with him. <laughs> Make him watch it. Oh my God! No, thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, the art book for Godzilla vs Kong now has a release date of May twenty first. There are some previews online. Looks pretty cool. I'm a I'm a sucker for concept art, especially when it comes to big monster movies. I'm hoping there's a decent amount of concept art for like Mechagodzilla and the Warbats and everything, because I don't. I, admittedly, I don't own the art books for any of the other MonsterVerse films. But one of the things I really liked about the art book for 2014 was we saw the various various designs they did for Godzilla. And then, unfortunately, in for the art book for King of the Monsters, there wasn't a lot of, there weren't a whole lot of like concept designs for Mothra or Rodan. There were some for Ghidorah, but not nearly as much as they had for Godzilla in 2014. So I'm hoping to see we see a little more, we see, we see a little more of the concepts going into what we ended up getting from Mechagodzilla. Yeah, I I think I I uh, went on Twitter not long ago. I don't go on Twitter very much, mm-hmm. but I did see uh, a bunch of uh, concept art for Mechagodzilla like pop up. Yeah, I saw there was a thread on there where some concept artists just like threw up their work that they did for the movie. Yeah, and a lot of it was really cool, but I didn't see any like really different designs. All of them kind of looked very similar to what we got in the movie. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I I hope I hope that there's some cool designs on there. I it, I. I hope that there, if they, if there is a lot of designs in there, that there isn't one that makes me go, "Oh man, I wish they used that instead." 
not like we had with um, uh, the 93, the Heisei Mechagodzilla. Because if you look at the concert art for that movie, every design is way, mo- is way, way better than we could, than we actually got. Well, even the Mechagodzilla on the cover, like the actual, like, Art, yeah, like official yeah, artwork the, the for Shinji the movie. Nishikawa yeah, it was design way cooler than what we got in the movie. We, what we got in the movie was so lame. It's just it's 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 too streamlined and simple. Like yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I understand why they didn't go with a Nishikawa design for that film because it would have been, well, actually not even because they reused the concept for Mogera a year later. So I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, weird. It was a weird decision. Yeah, probably budgetary. Mm, maybe. I mean, granted, I mean, even if we don't get a whole lot of concept art for Mechagodzilla in the book, um, the artist, the concept artist who designed Mechagodzilla, who also designed the Mechagodzilla in Ready Player One, he's posting stuff all the time about Mechagodzilla because he, he loves the fact that he, he loved to, you know, brag about the fact that he got to design Mechagodzilla twice now. Yeah. And actually, the Mechagodzilla in Ready Player One was pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I seem to recall, like, when he was designing it, Toho said, like, they showed him that Noriyoshi Orai poster and were like, make it look like this. Yeah. So that's, and it, it looks pretty, it looks, I mean, I mean, it's not, it's not a one-to-one thing. Like, they took some liberties with it to make it look a little less, you know, complex, but I think it's still a great design. Yeah. Would have liked to see it in an actual Godzilla movie. Yeah. Maybe, would maybe would someday. Have, would have liked to see it in a better movie. Yeah. I it's I have not seen that movie and I don't want to. I snuck in. I didn't pay for it. Uh, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, I don't know what I saw before. I, I remember we were leaving the me and my friend me and my friend Matt were leaving the theater and we were about to leave and he goes, Dave, you want to see Ready Player One? I'm like Okay. You're like, not if I have to pay for it. <laughs> no, no. He we, we we like we weren't we hadn't even like went past the the ticketing booth. We were just like still in the hallway where the theater was. He's like he points he point to the sign. You want to go see Red Player One? I'm like, all right, let's do it. Oh my God. <laughs> Admitting to a crime live on. <laughs> I don't know if it's a crime. I mean, you're not you're not paying for something, so technically, I guess it is. But do you really think they care? No, God, oh. no. If if you if you were gonna prosecute every kid who snuck into a movie, there would be so many kids in jail right now. Yeah. Yeah, and also the court <laughs> system would be even like more. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, more clogged than it is. <laughs> All right, moving on. Our last piece of news for the day: we have a new Ultraman series announced. Uh, all right off the heels of last year's Ultraman Z, Zibarai Productions has finally announced the follow-up series Ultraman Trigger: New Generation Tiga. It's going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of Ultraman Tiga, which I have not seen, but Trigger looks to be a kind of retelling. Of Tiga, I'm not really sure exactly what that means. Um, maybe it's going to be taking place in the main Ultraman continuity, as I understand. Like Tiga, Gaia, and a lot of the other Heisei era shows kind of take place in a different universe than the Showa and the New Generation stuff. I could be making that up entirely, but who knows? Um, nothing on plot yet, obviously, and also not really sure if it's going to be simulcast on their YouTube channel like they did with Ultraman Z. I really hope that's the case because it, you know, doing doing it that way, it makes it so the, the shows are way more accessible to fans who don't live in Japan and who don't have, wouldn't otherwise have access to shows like that. I was very pleased when they said Ultraman Z was going to be simulcast. And you didn't watch it though, Brian? No. Mm. Someday. Someday. 
Someday how's Ultra Q going, Brian? I'm not going. It's not going. Someday I'm going to. I I promise. <laughs> I actually will get around to watching it. Just been busy. Yeah, I mean, you're apparently moving in August, so you're gonna have to do it before then. Yeah, because you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want it back before you move. That is true. So I'm gonna have to. Gonna have to do that. Read, have, read the Scottian book. Read the Avatar comic. Yep. I'll do them all in one day. All in one day. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm well, gonna watch, take... watch a, a thirty a, a thirty episode long series in one day. Yeah, but how long are the episodes? They're like twenty two minutes. No, that's not too bad. Thirty of them. Um, okay, that. <laughs> Maybe we could take a week off. Okay, there you like, go. I'm gonna like take a stay staycation. I'll stay home. I mean, the, when I watched Ultra Q, I watched. I think there were only like five episodes to a disc, so I just I just watched a whole disc each day. Okay. Yeah, I can, I, and it's what? like six discs, so you know that's six. That's uh, that's a week. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, you t- you you put put an hour to the side each day, watch a watch some Ultra Q, and it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Someday. Someday. I'll I'll let you know when I start. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get a text like late July. Yeah, I was gonna say two three, weeks. Two weeks before he moves. Three months from now. Dave, I'm watching Ultra Q finally. Like, oh. I'm handling Ultra Q like I handled all my homework for any <laughs> stage of school. <laughs> Leaving it for literally an hour before the class that it's due for. Amen to that. All right, that will do it for the news. Let's get in to 2018's hit Dwayne Johnson blockbuster, Rampage. All right, Brian, you're the one who watched this more recently. I'll let you do the honors. It's so, so good. Like... It's, it, it is so much better than it had any right to be. It is n- by no means a great movie, but man, is it stupid fun to watch. Yeah. And here, here's the thing. Like, I think I, I'm speaking for both of us when I say that cheesy Dwayne Johnson action movies are kind of a guilty pleasure for us. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're absolutely stupid. I wouldn't even really consider many of them very good. I, I still haven't seen Skyscraper. I know. We were going to see it, but wasn't it like sold out or something? We were, we were going to see it, but I think I think the theater that we went to either had very limited showings of it because mm-hmm. I think something else big came out. Yeah, because remember. so we see, we've seen that. We've seen Rampage, and I remember <laughs> we saw San Andreas, and the other reason we saw San Andreas because we were going to see Spectre, and that was sold out. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're already at the movie theater. We might as well see something. San- so we saw San Andreas San Andreas. San Andreas was a wild ride. It really was. But you know what? Honestly, Rampage is like San Andreas except with giant monsters. It really is. Like, I feel like it's, it's difficult to describe Dwayne Johnson action movies because I feel like they're so... There's something that, like, sets them apart from normal big budget action movies like they just have they're like it's like their own they're their own genre it's the Dwayne Johnson cinematic it's universe the Dwayne Johnson cinematic universe yeah all these movies actually take place in the same timeline that also these skyscrapers last because he loses his leg oh and we saw Hobbs and Shaw too I, I dragged along to see Hobbs and Shaw oh that's right yeah yeah which I gotta show you the other Fast and Furious movies because they're way better than that well, you have the box set. I have. I have. I own all eight movies and Hobbs and Shaw, so all nine movies. I have been told from by multiple people to watch them. They are. They 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 vary in quality. I'll say that much. I yeah. I've heard the later ones are the better ones. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. But um, yeah. I I mean, 
Rampage was, it was it, I don't think anyone was really expecting it to be good. I mean, if you watch the trailers for it mm-hmm. and you go to see it, your expectations are going to be met. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment of it. I, like, here's the thing. So I, I watched it last night, and before then I had not seen it since we saw it really okay so i had never re- i never actually rewatched. i bought it on blu-ray mm-hmm. like when it came out and i was just like oh man i'm gonna watch this and then it took me this long to watch it um because i'm just such a busy guy yeah yeah but um i watched it and i was like man that was still pretty good it rocks it, it, like, it again, held up it, it it has like you said it has no business being as entertaining as it is and again I, I again, I would not consider Rampage a good movie, like a legitimately good piece of cinema. But similar to Godzilla versus Kong, it's just a damn good time. Like, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's a big budget Dwayne Johnson action movie that just happens to feature giant monsters. And you know. There ain't nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing, nothing, nothing's wrong with that at all. And honestly, Rampage had a lot in common with Godzilla versus Kong in mm-hmm. terms of like how it the experience of watching it. Because they're like, oh, they're already in uh where where's the last fight? Chicago? I think. I think it's Chicago, yeah. Like, oh, they're already in Chicago. It's the same reaction I had. We're like, oh, they're in Hong Kong already. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was so weird because like the whole movie, or the Rampage, the whole movie. They're just like it's mainly like Dwayne doing his thing, and then like generic military dude going like, "Oh, the monkey and the the wolf are running together." What does this mean? Generic military dude. You're not talking about Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character, are you? No, well, no. I mean, I mean, like, no. Okay, good because Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He he steals the show in every scene he's in. He was so good in this. He he. For a movie based on a 1980s arcade game about giant monsters, Jeffrey Dean Morgan did not have to try that goddamn hard in this movie. But he did. He did. Or he didn't. We don't know. I mean, judging from the other things I've seen him in, he definitely did. Like, this is... He he just chose the persona he was he wanted to do and just went for it. He's, is, like, he's just like this, like, big-talking cowboy persona... And it's very weird, but it absolutely works 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and No, he was definitely the, the best part. And his, like him interacting with Dwayne, with like Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember Dwayne Johnson's I name. I don't remember any movie. of the characters' names in this movie. The, the only names Granted, I know... Granted, I watched it. I, I didn't... I, I, I Full disclosure, I didn't watch this in preparation for the podcast, I watched it back in January. I'm like, yeah, that's, that should be fine. Brian actually watched it a couple days ago and he doesn't remember the names. Yeah, it's not important. <laughs> it's They're not important. Even the monsters' names aren't aren't that important, but you you kind of learn... You know George. The, yeah, George is the only one that's important. Ralph, with the, which is the wolf, you know, if you haven't played the original game, um, Ralph Ralph's name gets th- used in a throwaway line that feels really out of place and you can tell they're doing it just to satisfy fans of the game and then lizzie the giant alligator she doesn't even get named at all she's just an alligator she just shows up like 
out of nowhere. Yeah, like, there's a brief glimpse of like. Well, you see, you see, it's it's kind of built up. Like you see one of the canisters with the whatever it is, the genome thing. I think it's like some gas thing. You see it land in the Everglades, and then when the villain, I want to say it's her name's like Olivia or something. Probably, I don't know. What, what's an evil an evil woman name? Olivia. Yeah, I'm all. I'm probably only saying that because of Olivia Pierce from Dune 2016. Though, well, we we just lost a, a viewer named named Olivia. I'm, guessing. I'm sorry. If, there, Olivia. if there's one out there, I'm sorry. Wherever you are, I'm sorry. Oh no, what if the Miller's counselor's name is Olivia? Oh no, we're gonna. Get oh canceled. no. <laughs> <laughs> but when she turns on the thing to attract all the monsters to Chicago, we we see Lizzie kind of turn in the river. But we don't actually see her in all her glory until that finale, and honestly, it's a great reveal. Yeah, like the like just just the way they because like you see her coming up through the, through the water, the boat kind of like splits in half, and then she's like comes out of the water, roaring to the sky, and it's really really cool. Um, yeah, it's 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 great, but again, we had we don't get the name at all because in, inst- instead we get <laughs> we get Dwayne Johnson randomly saying, huh. It's funny. I, I was just about to say we could have used a giant alligator right about now. Oh my god! <laughs> and that feels so out of place too, but I love it. I, I think just the the all the characters' reactions to to Lizzie showing up just was made it so funny. It was just it was basically the like you've got to be kidding me kind of thing. Yeah. It's like yeah, you know what? That's an an acceptable response. This whole like this whole like situation is utterly ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, e- like, even putting yourself, like, trying to immerse yourself in Rampage's world. Like, if you're actually there in the situation and you're just, like, l- you look up and there's a giant ape and, like, a flying squirrel wolf and a giant alligator with tusks. You're mm-hmm. like, what is this? Like, and, what is going yeah, on? And listen, like, the, you, can, you can have kaiju movies that you can easily see yourself in. Like... Godzilla 2014, like um, <clears throat> uh, Monsters, Gareth Edwards' first film. Like, those are grounded movies that you can easily put yourself in. But, and like, I, I guess Rampage is kind of like that to an extent. I feel like it's more, I feel like it's more like that than something like Godzilla vs. Kong. Definitely. Godzilla vs. Kong definitely taps more into like the fantastical kind yeah. of like fantasy type stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because, you know, a, 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 instead of, there are giant monsters living inside the earth. These are, you know, kind of generic genetic mutations that are. It, it, it's from CRISPR, isn't it? The gene. The gene. It's called crispy. Crispy. Cr- <laughs> crispy. They call it CRISPR, but I just every time. Well, CRISPR is an actual thing. It's yeah. an actual project. Cr- CRISPR, but I'm going to call it crispy. It's I mean, funny. that's fine. Yeah. But but like the company doing it is like Energene or something. It is Energene, yeah. <laughs> Energene. What a what a generic name for a science company. Can we can we talk about how violent this movie is? Here's the thing. Like when we saw it in the theaters, I was taken aback by how violent it was. And when I watched it again in January, I was expecting it to be more violent than it ended up being, if that makes sense. So so here's the thing. I originally was I had the same reaction when when I first saw it. Like it was really violent, mm-hmm. but I think that since it's been so long since we've seen it, we may have kind of remembered it differently. Like okay. like maybe the violence was at a, like you know we we just remembered it differently. 
But then I still I watched it and I was like still surprised by how violent it was. Yeah, I mean, because like it wasn't as gory as mm-hmm. I remember it being, but like there's still like some violent. Imagery yeah, I mean, there's there's the movie. whole. Uh, there's no better word for it. There's the whole massacre with um where we where we first meet Ralph and we have Joe Manganiello in the in the movie for a grand total of five minutes as, the, as this by as, as this wolf. super badass mercenary who can kill anything. And then his entire squad gets torn apart by a giant wolf. Yeah, and it like they're I there's a they're, they're very brief glimpses, but like you see people like just torn in half. Yeah, and it, and it's 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 surprisingly violent for a movie like mm-hmm. for a movie about Dwayne Johnson fighting giant monsters, and then the battle the final battle between George and Lizzie like George stabs her through the eye. Yeah. Like it's it it can it gets to be a little violent for and something al- like this. Also, remember, Lizzie bites Ralph's head off. Oh, that's right, she does. Yeah, that's a decapitation. Yeah, I mean, granted, we've gotten decapitations in some of the MonsterVerse movies. L- uh, Lizzie does the uh, the the gator death roll. She does. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no way they weren't gonna do that. No, it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, Godzilla did that. It's true, he did. But um. Yeah, and so here's the here's the thing I wanted to talk about that I feel set kind of sets this apart from some of the other Dwayne Johnson giant monster movies because again it feels like one of those Dwayne Johnson blockbuster action movies, but I don't know who the director is. I can't remember his name, but I have to imagine he has like some sort of kind of love and respect for giant monster movies because. Just the way things are like shot, quote unquote, because it's you know it's all CGI effects, obviously. I it they, it just has this feel like you can tell like this is not just some run of the mill cash grab giant monster movie that there are so many of. Like it actually feels like this guy knew what he was doing in making it. Like he was given the reins to this movie, and the studio's probably like, eh, whatever, do do what you want. But like he actually knew what he was doing, so it actually ended up being pretty solid. Yeah, there was d- definitely while while watching it, there was there was definitely a feeling that some some thought went into this movie, or or a lot of thought went into this movie. I feel like with a lot of bad kaiju movies, you watch them and you're just like, what were these people thinking? Mm-hmm. But then this whole movie, like, it was just like pretty concise. You were like, "All right, everything you know, as dumb it is, it, it as dumb as it is, it makes sense." Yeah, and like it just, um, like it just wasn't obno- like it wasn't obnoxious at all. Like it was just a good time. And also, the director is Brad Payton. Brad Payton. What Brad Payton? What else have you done, Brad Payton? I can tell you through Brian, the, the power, Brian can tell us through the power of Google. This is this is Brian's learning hour. <clears throat> he did. Journey Two, oh, <laughs> oh, Dave, he directed San Andreas. What? Yeah, no way. Yeah, he did. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> I was not expecting that. He did the Cats and Dogs sequel. <laughs> wow, what a what a what a yeah, what a repertoire this guy has. Yep. Yeah, he did Incarnate, which is a movie I've heard of. I don't think I know that. Um. Oh, what else? Uh, that looks like it's about it. Nope, oh, he did a, another Cats and Dogs sequel, <laughs> but in 3D. 
And and that's all. And I don't suppose he did the first Cats and Dogs. No, no, that's no, because that movie's actually good. <laughs> I, act, I actually don't know. It's it's probably been. I haven't seen it since elementary school. Probably. Yeah, same. I remember liking it. Wow, I cannot believe he did San Andreas. That's actually yeah. really funny. Yeah, he did San Andreas. <laughs> so maybe that's why they seem so similar. I guess so. Well, San Andreas is an actually good disaster movie. It is a pretty and like there are a lot of disaster movies and not a lot of them are good. Geostorm. I wouldn't even consider San Andreas that good, but like for what it is, it's good. Well, it's a good time. It's a good time. And I think that's what set that that's what kind of sets big action blockbusters apart is whether not whether they're good or not, it's whether they're a good time or not, if that makes sense. Well, well yeah. I mean, like, they're the thing with disaster movies and kaiju movies, like, it's so easy to make them frustrating to watch. Mm-hmm. They're very similar in that sense. And I feel like Rampage is just like a disaster movie with a kaiju coat of paint. Mm. Yeah. And I was actually just about to say, like, I'm kind of surprised we haven't gotten one that really leans heavily into that disaster aspect of the kaiju. And I mean, Gareth Edwards did kind of do that in 2014, but I feel like... He showed a lot of aftermath stuff. He did. But I don't I don't think, like... I, I'm having difficulty wording this. But like, you know, you look at a movie like San Andreas or like as not good as it is as 2012. Oh god. <laughs> but like you don't you don't really see a lot of like I really can't find the way find a good way to word this. This is going to drive me insane. You 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 don't see the kind of like impact it has that these these actions these these happenstances have on the world. Mhm. Yeah, you see, you, you know, you you see destroyed cities, but like you don't really—they don't mean anything. Yeah, they don't mean anything. That's 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 what I'm getting at. Like, there's no because like, because the point of the story is the monster, not the destruction. Exactly, exactly. So, like, there, like there's no there's no like consequences. Is so what I'm getting at. That's actually kind of leaning into something I wanted to talk about, and it has to do with the size of the creatures. Okay. So the whole time I was kind of like, man, these these monsters like. Like they're big, but they're actually they're not huge. Mm-hmm. Like they're still, you know, they're not normal sized. They're big enough to they're, they're big easily enough. climb a building. Yeah, and, but they're not like Godzilla sized. They're yeah. not. They're not like what we see in other movies. And I actually think that is a benefit to the story because mm. not only does it make it easier to shoot the like or you know to actually like film it mm-hmm. in a non obnoxious way. Yeah. Um, I think it actually makes it a lot easier to show what they're doing like they're cli- like there's a shot where you can see them climbing the side of a building and Lizzie like rolls through the building and then <laughs> on and then cool. onto the other side of it which is one of the coolest things ever mm. and the only other time in a movie we've ever gotten a shot like that is in a Transformers movie <laughs> oh, and you're not talking about Dark on the Moon are I you? am talking about Dark oh, on the no. Moon that that movie sucks, but that's I would honestly I'd say that's probably the best of the Bay formers. I don't like any of them. That, I mean that's totally fair, but I, I would say Dark of the Moon is the best of the out of them yeah. out of the three I've seen at least. I haven't seen the Age of Extinction or uh, whatever the other one was. Dark no, I don't know. I didn't even remember what the fifth one's called. I don't Last know. night, 
Dave, this isn't a Transformers cast. Okay. We're going to do, do an episode on the Bayformers movies, Ryan. Someday. But, <laughs> okay. So so what what I'm trying to say is, like, with with other monster movies, like, you know, look at, you know, Godzilla versus, versus Kong. Mm-hmm. They just t- tip buildings over. But in this, like, they go through them. They, like, tear them apart bit by bit. And it's, like, kind of more, like, you're like, oh, man, what? <laughs> like, just stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. also, like, there's a shot where Lizzie comes out of the river and like splits the boat open on her back. And like, you can see the people like falling onto her and you're just like, Oh, what? Whoa. Like that's destruction. That's actually kind of meaningful. Yeah. And I think because they're not gigantic, it kind of makes it better. Cause you're like, it's more small scale and like we're more used to small scale. Mm, so like you see more of the impact because they're, because they're smaller than say a Godzilla, you see more of the impact they have on the world. Yeah, yeah, because if Godzilla hits a building, it's just going to fall over. Yeah, you're not going to like. There's most directors. And I'm not. I'm not saying this as a, as a dig at anyone who's done big budget monster Godzilla movies or just kaiju movies in general. Like you don't you don't typically see you know what's happening so, like on the ground. You're you're mostly focused on the monsters, and that's for the most part that's okay. But I the fact that you brought that up, like the fact that they're smaller, that absolutely works. And I think I think that, that that also kind of goes into why it feels so different from a typical, you know, Hollywood action movie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, I see. I see where you're getting. That's a that's a good observation, Brian. A big a big brain moment right here. Big I brain moment. I should be a movie journalist. Brian's big brain moments. That's yeah. this that's the segment of the of the podcast. Okay, we're gonna make make it reoccurring. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you, you, every whatever we watch, whatever we do, you gotta come in with a big brain take each time. All right, think you can do that. Yep. All so right. so last episode, making up for it, uh, my big brain moment was uh, war is bad. <laughs> there you go. What, in 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 the context of what? Because Kong's race and Godzilla's race were in a big war. Okay. And then it affected the future. <laughs> okay. Or, or something. I mean, I sure, I guess. War's not good. <laughs> It's super bad. Yeah. Man, it's almost like we're getting ready for a Gundam episode. Yeah. You know what? It'll be a while do, for that. Do a Gundam, Gundam episode in like three years, maybe? I'd have to like look to see what like what's a good Gundam series. I think I've heard Gundam Wing is pretty good. No, I wouldn't know. Neither would I. I'm just saying what I've heard in the past. What 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 the hell were we talking about before? Well, I got way off track here. I, I finished my my Brian big brain moment. Your, your Brian's big brain moment. We finished that. Okay. <laughs> so so those are all my observations with the movie. I'm not really. I don't want to. There's not really much plot to spoil. There really isn't. Like, it's it's not like um like a tentpole blockbuster. It's not like it's it's not like an Infinity War or a Godzilla versus Kong that people were looking forward to for a number of years. It's you know it's a pretty self-contained story. Um. Again, yeah. There's not much to the plot. Yeah. If the actually the funny part is that the only important part of the plot happens right at the beginning, like the 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 space station yeah. blowing up, mm-hmm. and then the the stuff like falling. Yeah. Okay. Onto okay. You Earth. know. Okay. <laughs> I want to ask you about this because this I feel breaks the universe. Okay. So first off. To tie it into the actual video game, the the gene stuff that makes the the animals all big, it's part of Project Rampage. So there's that. But here's the thing: 
in Olivia Bad Guy's office. Uh huh. In the background, you see a Rampage arcade cabinet. How how does this work? How, so how <laughs> how exactly can the video game Rampage exist? And then how can how can three animals that are all very very similar to the animals in Rampage the video game suddenly get big and do exactly the thing that happens in the video game? That that is like such the biggest coincidence. I could that that can't be coincidence. So what if how it was, did this happen? So what if it was all like planned? So like <laughs> so like in this universe, Rampage the video game exists. Yeah, and then. And then the space station blows up, and then like all the you know the containers like with all the gene stuff like but they like fall if, into Earth. If but if it bl- if they blew up, they, there's there was no way for them to like kind of steer the canisters to go exactly where they needed to be. But maybe, maybe they were. We don't know. Maybe it was. It maybe like they, they didn't. They didn't have any like jets on them. It was just a like a black box. Well, I don't know. I mean, like you could probably do some math to like some figure, math. some to fi- I don't know, like some That's, weird that science. That is that is you have to be like you have to have multiple PhDs in physics to figure that out. I feel. Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure this evil company could find someone to do that. Maybe. I don't know. Like maybe, and then they were just like, yeah, we we want like like maybe Olivia was like I, I like how we call I'm, her I'm gonna Olivia. Look up, look we just don't name. even know. But I'm gonna look up her name. But maybe she just really liked Rampage growing up, and she's like, you know what? What if that was real what if life? That, I'm gonna make like like she was she was you know her her dad played Rampage with her as a kid, and she and that's what she decided she wanted to do when she grow up. When she grows up, she's yeah. like, I want to make that happen for real. I want that to be real life. I want a real giant Claire. Her name's Claire. Claire. Okay, that's also an evil name. Sorry to any Claires out there. Okay, so 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 headcanon is Claire, the the evil mastermind woman mm-hmm. who is like comically evil. Yep, she's she she really is comically when, evil. When she grew up, she, growing up, she was like, you know what? I really love Rampage. That's a, such a good video game. <laughs> and then she she buys a, a Rampage arcade cabinet, and then she has an idea. What if I go through all this effort and get all of I go through school <laughs> and I make a giant company and I make Rampage real life. And then she does, you know. I think we just made the movie like, at least at least seventy five percent more interesting now. Yeah. Now that we now we've discovered this this plot. So so what I'm trying to say is, please hire us. We should make a prequel movie. I I, I mean I I want to see a follow up to this. Yeah, honestly, I would love to see a rampage. I don't think it'll happen, but I'd love to see it. So so what do you th- if they were go- the hypothetical sequel? Mm-hmm. What mo- like what animals would you like to see? Well, there's because there have been more than one. Yeah, but Rampage but game. your your oh, your top picks. Ooh, this is tough. What what would be good? Because I feel like I feel like you would have to like stick in kind of the predator range. So so I have an idea. Okay. So so in this movie, George kills a grizzly bear. That's right. He what does. If, what if this grizzly grizzly bear had like a lover, <laughs> or like out or for like revenge, a, or like a child, like out for <laughs> revenge, and then and then the bear he like goes up to like an energy person, or like an energy person like steals steals the bear or something. And they're just like, you know what? 
this bear has like a vendetta. Let's see what happens if we give <laughs> it the... the ba- is the bear communicating with this, with this human being? No, no, no. Like the, the, the energy in person, like they take the bear because it's like it's got like an emotional mm. reaction towards George and they want to kill George. Okay. And uh, or like harvest him or something. And so they're like, oh, we got to get this bear. We're going to give it the crispy. <laughs> and then the bear turns into like a huge monster that they can't okay. control because that's always how it happens. But yeah, that's what okay. I that's what I'd like to see. We gotta have at least more than one other one. Yeah, maybe like another wolf, another wolf <sighs> in the same pack. Well, didn't I thought I, th- I thought Ralph killed all the wolves in the other in his pack, didn't he? Oh yeah, that's right. So that's that, sad. Yeah, I don't know if it, it would it wouldn't work as well. I'd like to see a shark. I mean that that's kind of an easy king, path to go. Big king shark. <laughs> I mean, just come out of the uh, come out of the ocean with legs. Yeah. Oh, it's a megalodon. Yeah. Oh. Crossover between Rampage yeah, I was and the that. Meg. Oh, be, well, then it's it's Jason, Jason Statham and, yeah. uh, and The Rock. They're, they'll be reunited after Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. It's perfect. Oh, you can make so many, like, connections. Oh, my with, God. Like, universes we we need Universal to hire. I yeah. think it's Universal who owns uh, Fast and Furious, at least. Yeah. I don't know. It may have been New Line who did... Who did San Andreas and all I, that? I think it stuff. was it was New Line. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check. Probably. Okay, New Line did do Rampage. Who did the Meg? That's Warner Brothers. Okay, interesting. Oh wait, Warner Brothers also is distributed Rampage. So this could happen, is what I'm saying. I'd be down. And Warner Brothers. And Universal already ha- are like kind of buddy buddy because of they still own the rights to Kong. Okay, you know honestly, this is a lot like a like a Mortal Kombat story, <laughs> like people just kind of showing up. It really is like in a, like from different like dimensions or timelines or whatever. <laughs> They're just like showing up, like oh, I just showed up here. So in in a in a um like it like a hypothetical situation. If if George and the Meg fought, who would win? Because think about it, George at least has, you know, he 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 he's genetically altered, but the Meg is just a big shark. True. I think I think uh, I actually think the Meg would win. Yeah, because because they would have to fight in the water and the and the Meg would have the, you know, home advantage. And also we saw the Meg is fast. Meg is very fast. Which is not entirely realistic, but you know, whatever. I don't care. Giant I mean, sharks aren't realistic. It's a, yeah, I was gonna say it's a, a movie about Jason Statham fighting a giant shark is not exactly realistic. Do you think we're ever gonna get a follow up to the Meg? We are. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we yeah, are. Uh, ben That's Wheatley's fine. directing it. Who is a very good director. So, would you consider the Meg a kaiju movie that we can cover? Yes, okay. I absolutely would consider the Meg a kaiju movie. Okay, all right. So, and I would absolutely love to do a, 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 an episode on the Meg. All right, so look out it's been for a while since I've seen that. Look, look out for a, a Meg, uh, a Meg episode, Meg episode, and Me- oh my god, whenever. <laughs> Where's Josh? Is Josh here? Hi, Hi Josh. Um, do you remember the idea we had? I know, I know, you guys can't hear Josh in the microphone, but a long time ago, Josh and I had the idea at our college radio station to do Meg Mondays. <laughs> we can, we can make Meg Mondays a reality. Yeah, because we filmed this on Mondays. Yeah, so worked, yeah, we record, out. we record the podcast on Mondays. So we make, <laughs> so a, we can make Meg Monday a reality, Josh. So we do, we do a Meg. I'm keeping this in. <laughs> 
Do we do it the Meg uh, uh, segment of the episode where the like where, where Josh comes on no, and or reads the Megment? Jo- Josh come on comes on and like uh, reads a part of the script. Well, the the idea for Meg Mondays was that we were going to read a chapter of the Meg book every Monday. Oh God, Josh is here. Yeah, we, we the the idea was we play like like a shark related song, and then we just read like a full chapter of the book, then end with a shark song, and then just peace out. That's it. That was the whole idea. Okay, we can make it happen. We can bring it back. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to try to make this work. Oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're so having we some got, good, we're having this. This was my big brain moment for the day. So, so Rampage Two featuring uh, George, a giant bear, and the Meg, the, the, Meg. the Meg, not just any any big shark, but the Meg. Not even a genetically altered Meg. Yeah, just a, the just, Meg. Just a Meg. They're big enough. It's, it's big yeah. enough. They don't even need the advantage. <laughs> oh, what about like a Jason Statham on the crispy? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I w- <laughs> going into Rampage, I was kind of hoping Dwayne Johnson would take the serum and become a giant Dwayne Johnson and, and oh, fight. Be, be so I cool. was so hoping for that to happen. I was. I'm still a little disappointed that I didn't, but like, I'm still happy with how the movie wrapped up. Yeah. But like, I feel like that was definitely a missed opportunity there to make do it to give Dwayne Johnson big. Yeah, but Dwayne Johnson did actually fight the monster he did though. that's that's because like there's you don't see a lot of kaiju movies where the humans really do a whole lot against the monsters yeah. t- by t- themselves he took a grenade launcher and he like shot lizzie a bunch with it yeah and he and he threw the all, all the grenades into her gills and actually did some damage yeah lizzie was all pissed yeah as you could imagine i wouldn't want grenades thrown in my throat yeah seems uncomfortable no <laughs> that sounds awful yeah it does <laughs> Anyways, that's Rampage. <laughs> that's Rampage, everybody. That's, that's Rampage. Go watch it. Uh, would you <laughs> Would you consider it a hidden gem? Um, in the context of 2020, 2021. Yeah, I'd say so. I I don't know how. I don't think it really did very well when it came out. I don't even remember what the critical reaction to it was. I mean, when I looked it up, it had like a. 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not oh. that Rotten Tomatoes matters, but like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't high. Yeah. I do remember saying to somebody, maybe you or someone mm-hmm. else, that this is the best video game adaptation. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd big budget wise, absolutely. Like, except for the Mortal Kombat movie from like the 90s. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, we're getting another one, so maybe it'll be surpassed. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I think that comes out this week, actually. The 23rd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I, I would I would say at the time of recording this, I would probably consider Rampage the best video game adaptation. because I mean, even though it's not... Well, I was going to say I hesitate to call it an, an adaptation, but like the fact that the original game is just an arcade game that doesn't have a whole lot of story to begin with there's a lot of wiggle room for what you can do for the story. So yeah, I would say it's probably the best video game adaptation, but it makes me think that arcade games are actually the easiest games to adapt into movies because the more that you have to work with, like the more rules you're confined to, Mm -hmm. which is why like, I'm guessing like Assassin's Creed was so bad because they had all this stuff that they had to like, yeah, like they had all these rules they had to about. So you're saying, so you're saying, story-heavy games don't lend themselves to be adapted very well to film. Yeah, because with story-driven games, like, you have the story of a movie, but you also have the interactivity of a game 
And, so and not take, and not to mention you have you're not constrained by like a two hour time limit. Yeah, like a game can be as long as you want it to be, and you and you can have all the time in the world to tell tell that story. Yeah, that's why the idea of like a like a Naughty Dog game movie, like a an Uncharted or Last mm-hmm. of Us movie, makes no sense because while I don't like those games, um, like you're taking the game, which is a well done story and also gameplay, and you're mm-hmm. just removing one aspect from it, which is just going to make it worse. Yeah, so you're 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 struggling to fill to fit, you know, a ten hour story into a two hour film. Yeah, which is why like those would definitely translate better to TV, which is what they're doing with The Last of Us. But to movies, it would not. Mm-hmm. Which is why like Rampage was so good as a movie because there's really no there's no story that you need to tell. There's it, no story that you need to like cling to, mm-hmm. and you can make up rules because the only rule you have is that you have three giant monsters yeah, that I, have to I destroy think, buildings. I think in the game, like the reason. First off, in the game, the monsters aren't animals; they're people. Oh, oh yeah, that's they're right. people. They like got exposed to toxic waste and they turned into giant monsters. Oh, okay, I. That I'm I'm a little glad that they didn't go with because that's a little more yeah that's a little ridiculous unbel- that's a little more ridiculous, which again, <laughs> in a movie about giant monsters we shouldn't really be talking about things that are ridiculous, but they they did attempt to make it a little more grounded and I'll I'll, I'll give them that, but yeah there's there's really nothing you get you need to do other than having giant monsters destroy a building yeah. in a rampage adaptation so I think. Yeah, I I I, I I think we're in agreement on that. That that's that's a good rule. Yeah. So what other what other video games do you think we could get arcade game wise? Oh, Mortal man. Kombat, we're getting. Yeah, you see, that's the thing though. Like Mortal Kombat's kind of in a weird spot with like film adaptation because mm-hmm. while the original is like an arcade game. Um, they have gone more they, deeper into story since. Like, right. Yeah, the way it's progressed is that it's actually. Like now it has like a really interesting story, mm-hmm. but it is the the advantage of it is that it is a story that can translate well to film. Mm-hmm. Like it, with the game, like the structure of the gameplay doesn't like really affect the structure of the story. Mm-hmm. So like because they're so like because you can easily just watch the cutscenes for yeah. the for the games. And they, I think, they basically line up as a movie. Yeah, I, th- I think like Mortal Kombat 11, like it's a total of five hours at most. Yeah, with with gameplay. Yeah. And so, like there's a lot of stuff that could be cut out. Like I, I think it's one of those stories that's just like really easy to translate mm-hmm. to a movie. And there's a bunch of stuff you can just like, like obviously the newer games, like the universe gets more complex and like there's a lot more, you know, st- there's a lot more stuff going on yeah. like with Chronica and like, you know, these newer characters. But like I, I'm i assuming what they're doing with the new one is that they're just doing the tournament storyline. Where I think like that's what they're they, doing. They this, go yeah. to Shang Tsung's Island and fight to save Earthrealm or whatever, mm-hmm. which is the story of Mortal Kombat 9. Um, so I don't know. I think that that's an easy you know, an easy game to translate to, to film as for other games. I'm not really sure. I'm kind of, I kind of don't want it because I feel like when you take the game, when you take the gameplay out of games, they're just not interesting. I, I, this is a hot take, but game stories in general are not very good. Okay. So making them into a movie and removing the gameplay aspect of it just isn't appealing okay. for me. Like there are some games that I can definitely see it working on. 
like maybe like Dead Space. You you can make that a movie because it's just a horror movie. But, you know, it's not going to make it interesting. I'd rather just go play Dead Space. Yeah. Okay. So, that, that's my opinion. What's your opinion? Hot yeah, take, I mean, I can't, I can't really think of anything. At least not, not many arcade games that could work because, like, I mean, to be fair, I don't really know a whole lot of arcade games that could work as a movie. Like Ninja Turtles, do it again. We had multiple times. <laughs> I know, but do it again. It's only worked twice. Yeah. Once in the 90s and once in the mid-2000s. So, in which we were supposed to get a sequel to that 2007 one. It never happened. Damn. Oh, well. Um, well, Brian, do you have anything more to say about the hit movie Rampage? Go see it and watch uh, San Andreas. Go see it. It's not in the theaters. Or not go see it, but go <laughs> go watch it. It's on HBO Max. And oh, then, is it? Okay. Yep, go watch San Andreas after. Or before. It doesn't matter to yeah. me. Just watch both of them because they're great. They are. And Dwayne Johnson flies a helicopter in both of them. Yeah, he, yes. He can fly a helicopter in both of them. Actually, the Do reason th- I would say to watch both is because his character, his characters in both movies are are exactly the same. They both have the same skill sets. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Do you think Dwayne Johnson can fly a helicopter in real life? Probably. Okay. I feel like Dwayne Johnson just has so much free time that he just learns <laughs> he to probably do does. what like between his crazy eating habits. Yeah, and doing movies. And and doing movies and like working out for like six hours a day. Yeah. He probably is just looking for stuff to do and, and like on a weekend he's just like, you know what? Taking helicopter flying lessons. Like, I, I wanna I wanna fly a helicopter. <laughs> I wanna do it for real. All right. We'll have to get him on the show and ask him. Yeah. Totally. Could you imagine if we got Dwayne Johnson on the show to talk about Rampage? We get a real life kaiju on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's, I think we huge. made that joke last time. He's too. huge, dude. He's giant. I know. I don't even know how tall he is, but I don't know. But he's like he's he's, he's wide. He's I feel old. like he's more wide than tall. I mean, like his arm is bigger than like my face. Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> my face is large for the audience. <laughs> All right, I I think that'll do it for Rampage. Um. Brian, we'll move on to our next segment, maybe, if if it actually happened. What What, what cool new kaiju thing are you checking out now? <clears throat> well, I haven't read it yet, but oh I am God, I am reading the... I'm, I'm going to go home and read it today. Um, I gave gonna, it to you two weeks ago. I know. I've been busy. Busy? and busy, Too busy to read a single issue of a comic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Been a busy week. It takes like 20 minutes. Been a busy week. I have a busy life. All right. Monday Mondays are the only days I really have that are, and la, and last Monday was taken up by mm. by stuff. Okay, so no excuse, but I'm gonna I'm gonna read it, so I'll give an, right. I'll give an update, my opinion on it next. To to time. to be clear, Brian is talking about the ultra mega comic that I mentioned not last time, but the time before. It was it, yeah, but um, I have heard good things about it from multiple people now. Oh. So okay. I am definitely going to read it. I have not been checking out anything recently. I was hoping to have read the Godzilla vs. Kong comic tie-ins, uh, Godzilla Dominion and Kingdom Kong by now, but when I went to go try to buy them, I could not find them at the comic store. So I'm hopefully going to go do that after I'm done recording here. Hopefully I'll be able to find it. Order them online. Yeah, but then I gotta pay for shipping. Oh yeah, that's not fun. I don't want to pay for shipping because I'm a cheap bastard. I could, I could have told you that. <laughs> you didn't need to because I already know. Okay, yeah. At least, <laughs> at least we're on the same page. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. 
But so unfortunately, for two weeks, two two episodes in a row, there's nothing to talk about. For what cool new kaiju thing are you checking out right now? I think I am gonna try replaying the most recent Godzilla video game. Really? I I am. It's been a while, and I want to see if I still am bored to tears by it. Have I? Have we talked about? the uh the market for that game yeah yeah no you mentioned it that like copies of it are just like obscenely expensive like i've, I've seen them go for like 300 bucks yeah. online that's why i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sell i'm it. not gonna sell mine I'm either no mine. god no yeah i'm gonna keep I'm, mine we're holding on to gold there i i still i still don't know why um, my guess is they just stopped yeah they stayed production because they didn't sell well so like yeah. they stopped making them I, I pre-ordered that game. So did I. I pre-ordered I it, and I got a poster with it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is that still hanging up in your room? No, no. Oh. All the the poster roll's gone. Oh, I had dang. to I had to take them all down. But um, yeah. So next time, yeah, maybe maybe we'll talk about Godzilla PS4. Yeah, next time I will uh, I'll, I'll tell you about it. I'm gonna play through the story, whatever story there is. I think the story <laughs> is only like. You can probably t- take down the story in like an hour. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to play the story and then like the uh, arcade mode yeah. or whatever it is. And Which is basically just the story just with the, you can play as the other monsters, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to do that and I'll, I'll um, update. I'll tell everyone how it is so you can spend $500 to play it yourself. <laughs> because I think it's, I think another thing about it is that it's delisted from the PlayStation Store. Of course it is. So that's that's another reason why it's so expensive nowadays. So, so we really are sitting on gold. We are sitting on gold. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that'll about do it for this time. Um, should we tell tell the people what we're covering next time? I think we should actually keep it a secret. Keep it a secret? Okay. Yeah, keep it a secret. I will say I forgot to bring it with me. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Is it on anything? I mean, uh, it's like streaming. Oh. God, no. It's an independent kaiju film that came out this year. <laughs> well, maybe I can follow you home. You can follow me home. I don't even know if I'm going right home after this. Who knows? Well, we'll talk about it later. If anything, I'll swing by your house and I'll drop it off. Sounds good. All right. Yep. All right. Keep just keep the audience a uh, secret. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 say it's an independent kaiju film. It's very very good. Very recent. Very recent. Yeah. We 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 we, we we've met the director. Well, but that means nothing to you guys, but. We didn't. I mean, oh, you know, we did. We, meet we met the director. Yeah, yeah. yeah we back we at G Fest of 2019. Yeah. We'll let you guys figure out who that could be. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you care to do the research to see who was a guest at G Fest 2019, I'm, I'm sure they, if you actually do the research through power of deduction, you can yeah. actually you could actually figure out what. Movie I mean, we is. met multiple directors. We mm-hmm. met two at least. Yeah, but only one of them actually has, has a recent kaiju film. So. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. All right, that'll be it for today. Uh, I'm your host, David Scrivani. I am your second host, Brian Kershaw. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at TalkingToku. And we will see you guys next time. See you later. <laughs>